0: Hello and welcome to another uh, weekly episode that we've done consistently throughout the year. Um, this is our first podcast in about three months. So, it's been a hot minute. Um, yeah. Um, but today we've got a, a, a exciting lineup. We've got uh, obviously um, one of the regulars, Zach, uh, with us today, who's um, sick and yeah, I'm nuts. just... Um, partially dying apparently he's sick at home with that magical thing that no one believes in called COVID. the, well, the Chinese spicy lung yeah <clears throat> and uh in Dylan's absence um Dylan unfortunately even though Zach's got COVID it's nothing to sort of laugh about but um has uh, got a bit of a headache unfortunately and and <laughs> there's no there's no uh like doctors still haven't cured the headache with any sort of (laughs) modern age Panadol or anything like that. So unfortunately, Dylan has to rest up since
1: well, actually I did say to Dylan, you know, you can take Nurofen and Panadol and he said, I did take Nurofen it did work. I'm like, well then double up, do both. He goes, I don't like taking medicine as it is. I'm going, it's not, you're allowed to do it, Dylan. It's not just like I'm telling you to break the rules of medicine.
0: Hell. Well, anyway, you'll probably see Dylan playing something on Steam. Um, but in his absence, we have the very famous Lin- Linny P with us today.
2: Yes, indeed. It is a... Uh, for those behold. of you
0: that don't... Hey, what?
2: I said behold.
0: Behold. The, the, the gentleman who was with us uh, on the very last episode we, we did uh, because um, Zach couldn't make it. So now Lyndon's here. Because Dylan couldn't make it.
2: I'm just a professional hole filler.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, today we're going to be discussing a few things. Um, One of those things is The Rings of Power Season 2, just because I know that's (sighs) what everyone wants to know about. Um, Mm. And we've got a bit of a fun topic. We're going to list our top five shows of all time, our personal favorites. Um, And hopefully hopefully discuss a few of those, um, (laughs) which should, uh, should be interesting. Um, any new video game news we've got and general hot topics we're going to be covering today. But, uh, just before we get into the, the fun stuff, which is, I know what everyone's waiting for. Um, I want to talk about rings of power season two. Um, and what I want to get from uh, you two is, uh, did it deserve a season two? No.
1: Nah. Um, probably not, no. I Considering <laughs> I'm the only one who probably fucking watched the whole all show. Yeah, Zach was one of
0: the um, yeah, 37 or 45% of people. who.
2: No, I movies. watched all of it, unfortunately. No.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: i to be a minority. yeah. yeah. About time. No, that's probably why I'm the happiest here on the podcast. Yeah, that's probably true.
1: Yeah, look, it's um it wasn't a, it wasn't a great series like I said and like everyone else says is uh, if they just didn't make it about middle earth, it probably would be fine. So So if
0: it was just a general fantasy about something else, it might have been possible.
1: Possibly, uh you know within the day and age that it was released sure with you know all the political shit yeah sure but um you know at the end of the day what they did to the show realistically wasn't that bad because at the end of the day Lord of the rings is just fantasy so it doesn't really matter about law of the rings because it's just a fantasy story it's a fairy tale so it's i'm actually quite fine with what they did to the show i'm glad
0: you said that i'm glad you said that because On behalf of everyone else, I can kindly say, "Go get fucked." Even though I know yeah. you're joking, that's you're wrong. the most ridiculous fucking line anyone could ever say. Um, but yes, uh, Lyndon, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, the whole
2: first season just was a shit show, start to finish. Like, I don't understand how you can take such like golden source material and just absolutely shit on it. Like categorically every single episode, like it's offensive. It's the only other way I can put it. Like what they did to Galadriel's character was like nothing short of JFK
0: assassination. <laughs> like, well, I, I, I totally uh, agree there. Now, they, they, they brought out a, a character who was so powerful and so wise and played such an intricate part. For the War of the Ring, and they reduced her to just a shambling fucking warrior, um, and totally diminished her character and the role that she played in Middle Earth to just show that women can hold a sword just as well as men. And I, I don't think it was necessary.
2: Like she's probably the most powerful sorceress on Middle Earth. Like, why did they need to reduce her to just another sword slinging goon? I just I don't understand it. There's other <laughs> characters you could have done that with. Yeah. Why why Galatriel? Why why my girl like that? <laughs> well it's probably uh, then, because
0: <laughs> Like
2: on. the whole subplot, like little romance thing with Sauron and everything, when I'm just watching it like what is going on? Like I figured it oh. about three episodes in that he was Sauron because it was so <laughs> fucking obvious. <laughs> And then, like episode ten or whatever, when the big reveal, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, no shit!" Like, you yeah. know, two fucking eyes and half a brain so I could have seen that coming. <laughs> like, yeah. oh. like, she is, according to their version of the story, the reason why Middle Earth was plunged into centuries of war because yeah. she just had a hard on for avenging her brother who's on screen for 40 seconds like you're nowhere near as invested in the story as she is yeah. and that's just not good storytelling like, you don't no. give a shit about her brother no
0: no you guys it. are
1: putting a lot of pressure on me for my D&D story then but...
0: oh well if your D&D story is anything like Rings of Power I think we've got an issue but it I'll could also it could, <laughs> it could... <laughs> It could also create a pretty fun afternoon, I think.
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: but yeah, I, I agree with your points. So I think um, diminishing certain roles within Middle Earth, such as Sauron, you know, the role of Anatar was probably one of the most anticipated things. I think fans were looking forward to was how are they going to do Anatar, the Lord of Gifts, and that was going to be because he played a huge role in forging the Rings of Power and the destruction of Numenor. <laughs> Uh, and they totally just blew that aside to try and create some sort of mystery box and have viewers guessing who's Sauron. It's just, I think it totally ruined any anything that the you know uh, sort of legacy fans wanted or were looking forward to. They they diminished those characters to to nothing, to just uh, uh, just a shamble of what they were. Another See what he... I
1: really want to know is <clears> throat> why throat> did why was he so fascinated about the idea of staying in Numenor, if ultimately his whole goal was to go back to Middle Earth? That's the uh, one question I want to know. Who Anatar? Like original? Like no, 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 no. no. The guy. Uh, what's it? brad or is it Howbrand? Halfbrand. No. <clears throat> whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Why so... in the show was he so hellbent on staying in Numenor? and had to be convinced to go back when his whole goal was to go back. Well, the whole <laughs> thing was,
2: like, he did want to stay in Numenor and, like, leave it all behind, and, you know, turn the new leaf or whatever. And Gladry was the one that kept dragging him back, like, hey, man, let's go fucking fight a war for your shit or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, true. I'll do that then. And <laughs> then he gets to Celebrimbor, and Celebrimbor's was hey, yeah, let's fucking make some rings and shit. And Sauron's like, hell, yeah. Like, ugh, well so half yeah, luckily he
1: was well luckily he was there because Calabrimborn never would have figured out how to make a fucking ring so mm. yeah the legendary well, elven It's one of those
0: it's one of those things I've spoken to a few blacksmiths in my time and um they all said that you don't learn about mixing metals until you you're about you know 3000 years into your trade uh which is probably the time that you know uh Caleb was at So, um, yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the thing these show writers and you know, they, they, they take an original source and then they go, okay. And, and I get this right. They, they want to open it up creatively and try and look at different ways to expand the story or to, um, romanticize certain things, which is what Peter Jackson did to the Lord of rings trilogy, but they did, they, they did it really well what rings of power fucked up on is that they delved into these avenues of different ways of you know bringing these characters to life but then they didn't think about the larger picture and how like if you were to do this to Galadriel, and make her this character what does that mean for kelleborn her her husband what what does that mean to the larger picture there What does that mean? Her relationship there with Elrond now, when she eventually has a child and Elrond marries that child, what kind of a relationship is that going to have on Galadriel? And like, that's weird to me. If I marry my best friend's daughter, like that's that's an odd fucking concept. But the Rings of Power, (laughs) the Rings of Power have now brought that question upon and it's gonna viewers are gonna be when that happens viewers are gonna go what the fuck is this they were like oh, well, best mates they'll change then, it somehow make it even worse oh, surely but they 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 don't think about the bigger picture and i i genuinely believe when they change these things they don't think about the questions that will be asked upon them so they just they just do it and then go oh well why are you concerned don't worry about it you know
1: well we, i think it's because they've probably like realistically, they've got the answer, and it's just because it's a fucking fair- fantasy. Like it's just it's a fairy tale, and they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want to it. Yeah, that's, but it's a poorly the written
2: theory. fairy tale. That's the difference. <laughs> like, you don't say that about Tolkien's work. Uh, well, it's not Tolkien's work, <laughs> is it? <they? laughs> fucking shit on it like for example the half they couldn't even use the hobbits because hobbits is trademarked under a different fucking license so the half their whole like thing is oh we don't leave anyone behind except if they're fucking sick or like crippled it's like you can't have some sort of half-assed fucking like mantra like that like they're either all in or they're all out like the the i don't even know what name is i didn't care about it that much but She's on her own and she's carrying a stupid little cart on her own. Uh, Hey, Poppy, yeah, the main chick's best friend. The yeah,
1: Poppy, yeah, yeah,
2: fat one. She's on her own and they all just leave without her. But oh, they never leave anyone behind. We stay together, blah blah blah. It's like that's just lazy writing, doesn't make sense. Like, who proofread this?
0: Yeah, it's contradictory. And it's sickening. It, it's like a, if that was its own movie, it would be a horror story because you'd have this beautiful world with these intriguing characters. And then you finally get down to the crux of things at the end of the movie and go, hang on a sec. They actually leave these people behind to die. If they can't keep up with the group, this is, like a, this is heartless criminal. Midgets. And there's even one lady who says, let's just pull the wheels off their carts and leave them to die. Like, how is this it's like a good thing? It's such a like how the writers thought this was a brilliant, you know, um, characterization of these fucking halfords. Like was, another uh,
2: example is the um, whole suspense thing over oh is he sealed or dead or did he live? It's like well, obviously he lived. Like he's the one that cuts the freaking rings of power off <laughs> someone's hand. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why are you building this up oh, like really i was on the fucking edge
1: of my seat i was sitting <laughs> there the whole time going, oh, like, oh the house
2: fell on a oh my son's dead it's like he's not Anyone who's watched the movie knows he's not yeah like,
0: it's it, it, if,
2: if oh. they're gonna go into season two of the same level of writing they may as well just not bother
0: well like, <clears> see the, the thing, thing is I they, write a better story <laughs> because they've up and left um New Zealand now. So now they're filming in England and there's actually Ugh. where they've decided to film in England. They actually have the community of people who fucking live in that sort of, um, borough or whatever, whatever they call it are complaining and writing complaints about these guys creating the show are ruining their forest, the, their own parks and all that sort of stuff. And the people who live there are complaining about this show fucking things up like the natural landscape, um, just to make way for the show. Yeah. And apparently, um, they, when they up and left New Zealand, they left all that infrastructure there in such a bad way that people are trying to call them out and Amazon are just shutting them down. Um, it's, it's, it's abysmal. I can't, I can't believe that a show of this scale. Has failed miserably, has the lowest ratings of anything I've ever seen when it comes to a big, sort of iconic world with a viewership lower than Batwoman, right? With only Batwoman had 20 episodes. This had eight. It couldn't even keep viewers for eight episodes. And they still are pursuing this five-season long-term goal in in hopes of. Of what? It, it, it blows my mind that Jeff Bezos hasn't walked in there and gone, right, you're all fired. All I wanted was a fucking show like Game of Thrones and you have produced absolute shite. Like It baffles me that something like this has carried on for so long.
1: See, what, what baffles me is why they didn't just make this story, right, and then yeah. franchise it under Wizards of the Coast D&D. Because it is literally... <clears throat> d d is this world that I think a lot of these political assholes are trying to invent, right? Which is they go in the middle of earth and going oh, you know, but there should be blacks. There should be Asians. There should be all this shit go to D and D because it already has that D and D is literally what they're trying to do is a fantasy world where anything you say goes, it can be whatever the fuck you want. So they should have just made it like the D and D movie, but a D and D TV series, Based on a story that they wrote, and it still would have franchised well because it's D and D, which is a really large, you know, franchise—not as big as Lord of the Rings, but still, something like that would have just made it more successful than, you know, ripping off <clears throat> one of the great, you know, fantasies of all time. So,
0: oh, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, like it—it it, it is about <laughs> that, right? Like it—it it is partially about right. It, it's fantasy, so fantasy is an imaginary, like imaginary world that someone's created for other people to enjoy, but Lord of the Rings and what Tolkien did to his middle earth went beyond just it being a fantasy. He, he went beyond that and he created so much background to his stories, so much lore to his stories and he set his ideals, his experiences into this world. Um, and I, I just don't think anyone, any modern sort of creators and they, they don't get it. They, they won't read it and understand what life you have to live to be able to write something like that or the sacrifice to your life that you have to, you know, like give up a majority of your life just to create this world, to have two fuckwits who've never, ever, ever directed a show, directed a movie, have basically the only thing to their name was some Star Trek movie that they sort of had a credit to no one knows what they did on that Star Trek movie, but JD Payne and Patrick McKay have nothing of merit. And then they get put in charge of one of the greatest stories of our lifetime. Nothing will ever touch what Tolkien did. And I just, it, the modern day writers can never Create and imagine a world as rich and full as what Tolkien did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It's just a travesty.
0: Yeah.
2: As for season two, I'm not interested in the slightest.
0: No, no. The the only interesting thing I've seen so far is an article I was reading earlier about um, basically why The Rings of Power was a flop. And I mean, it's pretty much everything we've just listed here. And it was an article on like by Eric Kane, he uh, wrote it for Forbes. Um, and he actually stated a very interesting thing, which I've never, never understood until I started using chat GPT. Right. But he has sort of pondered if the rings of power was written by AI because of the way it's written it's so mechanical in its wording and its dialogue that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, nothing connects properly together. We're it's definitely an interesting lazy. conspiracy. No. Well, let's, uh, let's move on from the rings of power then. do uh, you guys have any other TV shows you're looking forward to or any other news you think?
1: Well, I think uh, Last of Us going on like these, you know, read well, what's the word you do adaptations. I think Last of Us is probably the one that I've really enjoyed, so I'm very, very, very keen for a uh, season two for that. Season two, I yeah. for someone who's played the
0: second game, I guarantee you'll regret those words. But uh, yeah, the second I keep one's very it, but... controversial. Yeah, second I
1: keep one, hearing that,
0: but second one's weird. They... Yeah, well, depends on how they do it. I I have noticed certain changes that um uh, Druckmann's made in this show because Druckmann he was part of the creation of The Last of Us and then he stepped into the role of the TV show. You can tell that he's played a major part creatively in the show and he's um, sort of expanded on a few storylines, which I, I thought was great. I think it was a nice touch. But if he if he follows that route in the TV show and expands on certain storylines before an event happens, the show could be saved. I genuinely believe a show could be saved, and the storyline might benefit from it. But if he follows what they did in the video game, I guarantee you backlash, guaranteed backlash, without fail.
1: And this is I haven't played this game at all, so.
0: And this is, this is not even mentioning, right? That when this game first came out in what, 2014? Was it 2015 or something? The first one or the second one? Depends. The first one. The very well, first depends one. Of what
1: depends what release you're talking about.
0: Uh,
2: Last of Us. Sent him in remastered like eight times.
0: <laughs> PS3 yeah. release. Right? Which was 2013. Because... Yeah. Yeah, twenty thirteen, twenty two yeah, twenty thirteen it came out, right? I'm so right. you think about it then, right? Everyone played that game 2013, loved it, right? It was one of the best games that ever came out. People I also think it was mid. Oh, well, <laughs> that's because you were an Xbox fan and you preferred the Halo, but like you you preferred action. You wanted to be in total control of your gameplay. Whereas Last of Us and what they were doing, it was kind of yeah, it was like almost a visual kind of you just walk through the world and immerse oh, yourself. Just say,
2: interactive it. DVDs, put yeah, the kind. Which is
0: which is what everyone fucking said it was, right? Anyway, so I I played that when it first came out. Everyone played it when it first came out. They fucking loved it. We had to wait seven years for The Last of Us Part Two. So seven years we waited and it loved Joel and absolutely fucking embellished the character and the story that the last of us gave us. And he was an icon for PlayStation, the play, he was a PlayStation icon character and everyone loved him. And we lived with that for seven years as Joel was this character that everyone loved. And then in the last of us part two, you know, uh, two, what they did to his character in the last of us part two diminished all of that. I understand as a creative storyline, it might've worked and I'm not trying to ruin it. Linden, for those who haven't played it. Um, cause I know Zach hasn't, I don't want to ruin the show. I know what happens. Yeah. We know what happens, but it was just that it crushed fans everywhere and it was just baffling. So depends on how Druckmann is going to handle that situation in the second season, is going to make or break the TV show, I genuinely believe.
2: I think it'll work better for TV show than it will the game.
0: Oh, most because likely, Because yeah.
2: the game, you got to sit there and play as, you know, the person that you least want to play as. Whereas the show, <laughs> you kind of just got to watch it. Whereas the game yeah. sort of sat there and made you just... try to make you feel bad about everything that you did when really you just wanted straight-up revenge. And in the end, you can't even get that. I found the whole yeah. thing just extremely unsatisfying.
0: Oh, I I tried to play it again, like for the second time, and I I got to a point I went, I I don't care. Like I literally had to put the game down. I'm like, I just don't care about this world. I don't, and I just uh, I'll put it down. But uh, yeah, well, I'm excited for season two. I think it'd be interesting to see how they do it. But I'm uh, a few questions raised, and I, I just don't know how how it's going to go cautiously optimistic yeah yeah Anything
1: uh, else? Yeah. I'm also keen also keen on the next halo um season two okay
0: <sighs> and on that note let's go to the next uh, segment then we're going to list our top five TV shows that we believe is our favorite um uh start off with uh you Lyndon what what are your top five
2: Okay, so as of right now, my top five favorite shows would be Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, which was very good. You yeah. haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's unreal. Um, <sighs> Beast Wars, my childhood favorite. Yeah, Can't get over yeah. that. It's so good. I agree. That's what's uh... next,
1: the Twist. Shout
2: out to you. <laughs> <Rats>. uh,
0: <laughs>
2: Attack on Titan, the anime, unreal. Oh, yeah. Uh, another one called Hayaku. It's a volleyball anime. You should definitely suss it out if you haven't. It's fucking yeah. amazing.
0: you sort of told me about that, but I'm yeah, I've not heard of it. I'd have to expand on good. that one. Yeah. And
2: the really Expanse. The Expanse. Yep, sci-fi show.
0: Very good show. I've seen part of the Expanse, um, and it looked very interesting. I, I kind of liked it, but I didn't. Uh, I think my Prime membership. I think I canceled it when I was in England and I stopped watching it for it's, a bit. But so.
2: It's very... tries to be very sort of faithful and realistic to the laws of, like, physics and gravity and whatnot within space. So humans have colonized, you know, the local sort of solar system, you know, they can't travel outside it. And traveling to and fro isn't just, oh, you hop on a spaceship and off you go. You know, you've got to take special meds, you've got to be careful how fast you go. You know, space combat's not just, oh, yeah, shoot photon lasers. You know, you've got to take into account, like, where they're going to be, you know, what velocity you need to shoot at, torpedoes. And it's very, very in-depth, and it's very, yeah.
0: very good. So it's kind of what space sci-fi used to be.
2: It's a good... Yeah, it's a good old-fashioned space sci-fi, and the story... First couple of seasons, I to say the story is really good. Towards the end, maybe it gets a bit ordinary. Season five or six, I can't remember what I got up to. But the characters are all quite likable. I like yeah. Amos; he's fucking hilarious. He's just this heartless prick who I idolise. <laughs> and yeah, the world building's amazing. Like there's this three different sort of factions all vying for control, like Earth, Mars, and the Belt. And all of them have like their own little cultures and stuff. If you like sci-fi, you should definitely watch The Expanse. Yeah,
0: I might have to give it a go. It's got five seasons, isn't it? Yeah, five or six. I'm not sure. Yeah, I look pretty good. I look pretty good. Um, now before Zach says his, because I know his is going to start a war. Um, no, go I've, got, maybe you won't. I've got uh, Scrubs. Um yeah, Yellow. Yellowstone. <clears throat> Um I heard that Game good. of Game of Thrones, uh before they fucked it up. Um I thought it was so the one first of the four best. seasons. Yeah, I genuinely was like this is the best fucking shit ever. And I, I genuinely believe it changed the face of T V show entertainment as we see it. I genuinely I yeah. think that literally changed the game. Um uh, Dragon Ball Z. And that I think of course. that encompasses Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super. Um, I haven't seen GT. I heard it was not that great. Eh, um, it's alright. And Supernatural. Never seen Supernatural? Yeah, right. Yeah, Supernatural is just like a fun, bullshit, fucking demonic show, but it's got. um, What's his name in it that's fucking hilarious? Adkin um, Johnson? Yeah, Jensen he's, just, he's just okay. like the bro um he sort of soldier yeah boy. Oh, ah, i should put the boys on my list god damn it. yeah i forgot about the boys no that's not we can unanimously decide that's that's a on the six. list
2: yeah that's good all right zach all right dude Lou, build out yeah, your list
1: all right so uh rings of power <laughs> um, surely not <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna... no, um First off, would be Vikings. Uh, no yeah, Vikings, yep. top tier fucking series. Yeah. Um, that'd probably be Outlander. Uh, Outlander, know, be like a, like that. isn't it like a chick that, show. It's like a
0: romantic, really. sort of fantasy, it's like a chick flick. It's
1: like no, Bridgerton. Not really. It, it's uh it's a Scottish Highlander show that's based on yes, a woman. And a man, but you know, there's a lot of like, did you miss and... no, Roby doesn't watch it. It's like got a lot of gore and rape and all that type of shit. So it's, I wouldn't say it's a chick flick. Um, yeah, so, it but, yeah it, that, <laughs> it's a very good one. It mainly just focuses more on like the history of how Scotland and England's relationships were. So, oh, so it's, quite, yeah, it's quite, it's uh, quite historic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. Probably, um, Spartacus. Um, oh yeah. Spartacus I really, is good. I found Spartacus a classic. Um, so I, I want to put it up there, but let me just think before, if I do want to put this up. Uh,
2: <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Look,
1: <laughs> look, I will say last of us is up there. I, I really think it's uh, a really good story. Love my Pedro Pascal, um, you know that uh, and like Marcos. I thought Marcos like is also like an awesome. Uh, and yeah, let me series. show you um, But uh, well, Marcos was like a runner up. But um yeah, I'd have to say uh, yeah, probably Halo. Ah, oh, that's See, what think, we're waiting for. See,
2: you're talking yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you sat through what, 10 episodes of that fucking dribble and enjoyed it.
1: Honestly, I thought it was great. Like, I, thought it was, uh... I know
2: you. You grew up playing Halo like I did. There ain't no way you yep. sat there and watched that show and went, yeah, this is fine.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I oh, thought uh, Master Chief was still uh, Master Chief. And... Um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of Halo fans out there that cry about seeing Master Chief's face. Um, yeah. His face? I saw <laughs> um, <through> his ass. I saw his <laughs> ass. twice. To them, uh, to them, I say, uh, you know, grow up. Um, because if you've uh, seen uh, Game of Thrones, House of Cards or anything, you see a lot of asses in that. Yeah, Men but and that's not sort a of show about and fucking everything.
2: fighting interstellar aliens, is it? What, don't well, i, need to I see... don't know
1: what aliens has to do with seeing a guy's ass D- leave it away um... that's the point i'm trying to make <laughs> um but anyway yeah i think uh a lot of a lot of halo fanboys just cried about seeing halo face. fanboys uh, and, People to, me, taste. <laughs> uh, and to, to me that didn't bother because... sort of um <laughs> Because I thought that uh, it was it was good. It showed the relationship between uh, the UNSC uh, uh, and, uh, uh, and uh... what about it was
2: good? Trying to try and explain it to me in coherent sentences.
1: Okay. Yeah. So for one, I thought it was a uh, a good story nonetheless, despite Halo or not. I thought the story itself was quite good. Like, um, like I what? thought like the... him
2: finding the relic and then him realizing that he was well, stolen him... from his family. He...
1: Well, I think him basically becoming, uh, realising that the UNSC isn't as great as they thought and that, you know, getting Cortana in him and his relationship building with Cortana uh, and all that type of stuff while having to fight the trust of UNSC and then, you know, ultimately succumbing to just becoming Master Chief again in the end. So, yeah. (sighs) Nah. (laughs) Yeah. You're wrong. Like, the show no. just...
2: I think the first okay, episode... what don't
1: you like about it besides seeing his face? His face, his ass, like,
2: another Spartan's ass, some random Covenant
1: prisoner chick's ass. Okay. Like... What do you not like about it that actually has anything to do with the story? Because in the games, Chief is...
2: Like, you're not too worried about his humanity, especially in the first three games. first three games, he's just the fucking guy who comes in, saves the day, kills aliens. Him and Cortana just slinging the shit, getting it done. His boy Sergeant Johnson's there, getting it done. Captain Key's in the first game, his daughter in the second and third game. Then your bro, the Arbiter, comes along for the adventure. It's just a good time. Like... All of, like, the interesting storytelling and drama comes from the Covenant side of things when you learn about what Truth, Mercy, and Regret are getting up to. And, like, especially in the second game. The second game had some great storytelling with, like, Truth just being, like, this cunning, sort of, like, maneuvering schema, getting Regret killed, getting Mercy killed, you know, trying to take all this power for himself, basically. And in the third game, unfortunately, they sort of just shit on his character, making him out to be like some fucking nutjob zealot. Anyway, that's a different story. The point is, the show focused way too much on the human aspect of Halo. Like, I know it's not canon and it's like a, you know, the silver fucking timeline or whatever they called it, but I don't need seven episodes of Chief finding out that, oh, I'm a human. Huh. I have emotion. Oh. Spend half an hour in it and move on, like. Yeah, but see, I don't historic? think uh,
1: I don't think it was about him figuring out that he's, he, you know, has emotions or so or whatnot. I think the main thing wasn't actually to do with him. It was the fact that he was now realizing the people that he's killing for mindlessly at a command may not be people worth killing for mindlessly at a command. He's fighting until... aliens. What do you mean mindlessly? Because he's doing things that can impact other people that aren't just aliens. Oh, what? Like, what,
2: what even was that woman's name? I couldn't even tell you. I was that un- uninterested in her story. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember her name Yeah, either. you can't remember either because you don't care. Because it was shit. <laughs> yeah, but she, <laughs> she, was, she was like, fucking half an episode. threw in this Asian girl for like, I don't know, the human side of the, the, the appeal. show. Kwan, yeah, her. Like... Every scene she's in, she's just
0: annoying. Like, it's just bad fucking writing. I'm sick of bad writers
2: being in charge of Hollywood.
0: Okay, well let's 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 delve let's let's delve into Lyndon. Why, mm. why were the Spartans created?
2: Originally, the Spartans were created to deal with the insurrection problem. This was long before they even realized the Covenant was out there ready to wreck their shit. So. UNSC, want to see, I don't know the full story, but basically not everyone was happy with how you know, the colonies were run. So it started insurrection and it's basically just terrorists bombing cities, you know, killing farmers, civilians, whatnot. So instead of sending in Marines and ODSTs and getting slaughtered in like these shoot houses, they just bred the Spartans who, were, you know, children stolen from their families when they were young families were given a clone that mysteriously died a couple of weeks or months later and these kids were trained from a young age to become a super soldier injected with god knows what put in super suits and off they go saving the UNSC and the galaxy it's basically
0: gundam it's yeah, basically stormtroopers on roids
2: that's every space story <clears> ever <throat> it's always <clears throat>
1: Yeah, and yeah. see so like war, camera, let's be real, Space Marines would absolutely white performing
2: Master Chief. Space Marines. I, mm, I guess. Yeah. They are quite well, a bit larger.
0: So given the fact that, uh, you know, that's where they came from, the, the, the sole purpose of them, you know, when they came in to save everyone, it was only then after they saved everyone were the Spartans even questioned as to whether they were needed. Or were, was was it ethical the, the the Spartan's creation?
2: Well, that might have been the case before the Covenant <clears throat> showed up, but as soon as the Covenant showed up, it just became irrelevant. Yeah, because the Covenant were galaxy-conquering religious nuts and needed to be stopped. It wasn't like a any moral question to it.
0: Yeah, but isn't that a better storyline than you know a Spartan trying to find his humanity? Isn't it? The, the the question of is are the Spartans an ethical answer to a question that we didn't even know existed or they didn't even know existed? Yeah, but see,
1: if you watch the show and you get to the last episode where he does basically go back to being Master Chief, is when he realizes that what happened to him doesn't fucking matter because at the end of the day, what matters is that he stops the company. That was kind of like the whole purpose of it. No, don't Just get him me going through going was am I am I killing for the right people blah 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 look at all the wrong they've done and then going yeah but holy shit the Covenant's way worse so I'd rather just kill them that was kind of like to me what the story was you got to remember this isn't like the the TV show again it's like everyone who watches any adaptation believes that that TV show is a rite and passage to only the people that have already played the games the story Like anyone who plays World of Warcraft nowadays, Dylan did it today where he's playing a dungeon and he starts complaining about some go, oh, I fucking hate when people don't know the mechanics. Yeah, Dylan. Because there are new people that still play these games and experience these games that have never seen them. So for me, Halo, the TV show, was trying to bring in more people into the Halo series, kind of like how Warhammer is (coughs) triumphant, huge. Maybe they're like, let's bring in another group of people. People have never even played the game. So now we've got to explain why master chief does what he does and why he's okay with it. But this is
0: where, this is where the question is constantly raised where you, you have an IP like halo and Mm -hmm. you take over the IP and you go, okay, where's our market at? What, what has made halo so popular within the market? And the other question is how big is the gaming industry that knows halo? even if it was people who have always played playstations and whatnot they all know who the master chief is so you look at your market and you go is that market big enough to create a show and make money from and everyone knows the video game industry is bigger than the movie and the tv show industry put together so why would it be necessary to take an ip like
1: halo go you know what it's not Is Well, I'll explain to you because uh, like you just said, the gaming industry is huge, right? It's bigger than everything. Just because the gaming industry is huge, doesn't mean every single gamer in that industry has played every single game and knows every single story. Yeah, but that's my point. Halo was an Xbox exclusive, which was an older game. The younger generation now have only played fucking infinite. You've,
0: you've not listened to my, my point. Even if you are a person who never played Halo, Everyone knows mm-hmm. who Master Chief is. It's an iconic character. Yes. Everyone knows. Know. So you have that IP that's well-known. You have a market of video gamers who, no matter what, you're a video gamer, it's a game adaptation. You're going to tune in. You know who the Master Chief is. So you yes. have the market so, there for the yeah. IP of, of Yeah, this. and as
1: my point is, even though they know <laughs> the game, they know the name of it, they don't know the story of it. So what they have to do when they make a TV series isn't going, hey, let's market to the one generation that grew up playing Halo and know the whole story and have played the fucking game. Let's market it to, hey, everyone in the gaming industry knows the name Halo. They're all going to tune in. Let's start from the beginning. And then the the second season would be Action Compact, fucking Master Chief destroying the Covenant now because everyone knows, oh, Master Chief is now joined with Cortana and he wants to kill the Covenant. Let's start it from there. Yeah, but gamers are going to know. No, but not all games know. I don't know shit about Last of Us. I only just started watching it. I knew fucking nothing about it, even though I know of it. Yeah, but that and was, a, good, that was, was
0: a great adaptation of the game. Yeah, but that was my almost identical is, to the story. Yeah, and but what my point is, is that just because people 3. know the
1: name, they don't know the story of it. Just because you know what what it is doesn't mean you know what the story is.
0: Yes, but how many people have disliked the show? And that's the market you need to be marketing to is gamers who know this sort of stuff. And even if they don't know it, will be able to find out another way. They'll be able to find these things out.
1: Yeah. See for me, I just think, I think it was a good story to get people to, uh, basically see why master chief and who the UNSC really is and all the basics of this is the UNSC then they're, they're basically the lesser evil kind of like when you play Warhammer read Warhammer whatever you realize there is no good there is no good guy everyone's an evil can't pick your pick your poison so I think the first season when this is UNSC they're they're shit cunts here's the covenant they're shit cunts the UNSC is slightly less of a shit cunt because at least they've got a bit of humanity. So what's this? So i Master asked. If he goes, "All right, well, UNSC is the lesser of the evil. I'm going to focus on just killing the Covenant now." It's uh, just completely that's opposite
2: from the game there. Like in the game, UNSC are like the last bastion of humanity clinging on to hope for victory. Like the yeah, show that's just also went War... and made them all evil. Like what?
1: Yeah, but in Warhammer, that's what also every single human race is. It's just they're clinging on for humanity in a world full of things that are stronger than them, which is kind of like the UNSC, but with the UNSC they are, I think people forget that yes, they are the beacon of hope for humanity, but it doesn't mean that they're good. They are, they're doing the evil things necessary to keep humanity alive and it needs to show the, you know, what evil they still do and all that type of stuff.
0: Yes. But the other, the other thing is just to go back, I've got like an obsessive kind of personality. So if I find out about something and I'm slightly interested, I delve into it. I go into it hard. I try and understand everything about it. And this is my concern with things like the Rings of Power. People might watch and go, oh, this Galadriel character seems pretty cool. Let's read up about her. There is absolutely nothing to support that character in any other facet of writings or anything. There's nothing. So if someone interested in that Galadriel character went, oh, she's cool, went to read the books, they'd get nothing. There'd be nothing there to support Galadriel ever touching a sword, ever wearing metal on her body. Nothing. There is nothing. So when people would go watch this Halo show and go, oh, I really like this, this, this master chief, this human side of the thing, they're not going to get that portion of him at all throughout any of the workings of him.
1: Yeah I look for me I didn't Halo to me isn't Master Chief. Like I don't think of Halo and I just go, I like Master Chief. I like Halo for Halo. So when I'm watching the the TV series, yes, it's following Master Chief, but I'm not watching it going, I love Master Chief. I'm just watching it going, I find this world interesting because to me it's what I can see <laughs> our world going to kind of like Warhammer. I see Warhammer is like an extension of Halo. It's just like further in the future what Spartans could become, you know, Space Marines—the one next level of fucking Space Marines. Yeah, like but there's different. There's I don't different really stories look at Halo. Actually. Yeah, no, but I don't look at Halo and go, "It's just about Master Chief." Like, I, I just—that's not for me. I don't. Yeah, but give that's a but that's what I'm Master saying. Chief, Master
0: Chief is the draw point. This is the market that you're trying to play to. Master Chief is what
1: calls it. No, but that's like, what I'm saying. I don't think with, with the TV series. I don't think the TV series is focusing on just Master Chief being the draw point. It's just a story, and he's the main character. Yeah, but this is what, it's the same as the games. It, I, like when you watch the games, well, when you play the games, not everyone's favorite character is Master Chief. Yeah, but you're playing seeing through the eyes of Master Chief.
0: It. You're playing through the eyes of him, and that's not that's, in every that's, game. Well, or not in guys. every game, but all the ones that are. That built that series are and there's a lot of remakes out now that people have been playing and it's one of the most played games on Xbox Game Pass and all that sort of shit but you have like it's like nowadays right so you you, if you open up to the world of you know Lord of the Rings there's not a specific character that it surrounds itself with or if you go to 40k there's not a single character that totally encompasses that world that you see the eyes through there's multiple viewpoints but if you were to go watch you know iron man movie you're seeing that through his eyes if you go watch captain america you're seeing that through his eyes they're the they're the focal point of those tv shows and that's why nowadays they release these fucking shows and they go oh here is doctor strange and the multiverse of madness but he's not the main draw point they're trying to push america chavez or the main storyline is um you know what's the fucking name wanda it's all about her and her troubles and all that sort of shit and it's like well dr strange was the draw point he was the character that the, the fans have come to see but he's not even the main character of his own movie he's yeah, one see, of like the characters the, in his The only movie.
1: difference the only difference i can find with them is all those movies are like you said they're the draw point they called Iron Man they called Doctor Strange it's not called Master Chief it's called Halo it's about a story and yeah he's like the main character in this series but they could very well have easily written it about any Spartan they just went this is obviously the one that everyone knows so we'll do this one yeah okay. but it's not but it's... the Halo isn't just about Master Chief like that's like saying playing Reach and playing all these other it's not just about Master Chief. No, it's, no. He is but it's like one of the main starters.
0: It's like The Last of Us. You know, it's not called mm-hmm. Joel and Ellie, it's called The Last of Us, right? But it's the video game you saw through the eyes of Joel. He was the main selling point. He was what people came to see and loved. Did like you know what I mean? Like although Master Chief, like was there a Halo in Halo TV show? Was there even a Halo in it? Yes.
1: Mm. Yes, there was. When? Yes, there was. When he had a vision with the chick that is basically from the Covenant, and they were standing on the halo going, wow, this is what it all means. This is what the artifacts are for. Was this when this they have peace. sex?
2: Uh, no. <clears throat> when that scene came on, I turned it off. And I was done with it.
1: No, but they were on. they were standing on the halo going, wow, this is what the artifacts are trying to show us. This is the piece. This is the halo. Blah, blah, blah. And then she got ripped from him and he went, well, what the fuck? And then he went, oh, it was covenant. And then it was boom, let's go for the covenant. Yeah. And then it was just game on. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, all, all, all I mean is there's, I don't think these TV shows and these movies, they, I don't think Hollywood gives a fuck about the market audience anymore. And I, I genuinely believe, even though you might disagree with me, Zach, I genuinely believe master chief is the selling point of halo that's what people come to see that's all people care about and even though it's him fighting the covenant or the master chief fighting that even though halo reach was a good game and it was one of halo my favorites my favorite. yeah it was one of my favorites it was that's still good. it was just a that that was like a good sort of side game like nothing ever eventuated from that there was no like second halo reach 2 or anything like that and it it was it was
1: just the, the draw prequel.
0: was still back to the Master Chief. It was, when is he coming back? When are people going to play him? What was that game where they tried to introduce a new fucking Spartan and everyone was like, you can fuck Lock off. Halo 5. Yeah,
1: like everyone was like, you can yeah, fuck that's, off, That's mate. because it wasn't done like fucking Bungie. That's when it went to shit. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because...
2: No, right. When three for three, took over. That was just... Yeah, it
1: just went to shit. Like, it's I'm sure fun was was smart, it really yeah. was but it's fun. It's sad stuff in my life. like personally it... for me... If they, wrote, if they were like, the next Halo series will not star Master Chief, I'd be like, okay. Like, what was that? Um, I don't know if, Lyndon, you remember, there was like a... I don't know if it was a fan-made TV series, but there was an old Halo TV series.
0: And it was based uh, on
1: boys being raised in the UNSC. It's like the fall of something. Forward Unto Dawn. Forward Unto Dawn. That. I thought that was a fucking mad series. Oh, really that was really And that was like just a fan-made series. That was... To me, that was better than Halo. That was better than the Halo uh, series. I don't think, I think it was fan made. I think that. it was had some production behind it. Yeah, but it was like very. Yeah, what well, was huge it production, but like a, it wasn't like a big production. That oh. series didn't follow Master Chief whatsoever. It was just following UNSC boys yeah, being that raised in the UNSC, and I thought that was fucking gun. Yeah, they did a really good show. job of making. It had like one snippet of Master Chief coming, and they were like, "Holy oh, shit, who's that?" And then they're well, like, "We've oh, seen like the cool, whole last that's episode."
0: Yeah, but yeah, like, no, yeah, but it. how many people know about that? Like, how many people did that's that because it was for?
1: done by a small production company? Well, at the yeah, time, it was oh, that's I mean, it was that's quite popular. At the time, everyone who played the game knew that series. It was like everyone at the time was watching it that was playing Halo, and that's my point is people playing Halo sure they will get the market exactly. But this that, was meant that's to market, market people that don't know Halo, yes, but this was meant to market more than just those people, so they're yeah. not going to make a story where you're only going to understand it. If you've played the game, you're yeah, going to be if, like, well, this needs to be understood by everyone that wants to watch it.
0: But if the majority of the market hate it, then have you succeeded?
1: No, the hate is just louder than anything, right? No, one's going to get, go, not many people go and write positive reviews more people write negative reviews, especially yeah. when it goes against their game, right? And most of the reviews that I saw personally are about his fucking helmet, which is the most pointless argument in my opinion it no like have you seen the movie dread
0: he didn't take his helmet off and that was one of the
1: best no but what i'm saying adaptation. is that's not a gra- that's not a groundbreaking thing to me like in when i watched hate what yes i didn't know what his face was when you play the game there's many cutscenes where you want to see people are staring at him with his helmet off i'm like oh okay so he's not he's not this is no man he's a human like i instantly as a kid i was like oh so he's a human and he's just a really strong human I didn't know who he was, but it didn't, I didn't give a fuck. I thought the guy that they picked actually looked like what I probably envisioned Master Chief to look like from the game. Like if I had a picture in my head of what he he was like, I was like, yeah, okay. He's pretty close to what I probably would have thought. So to me, I didn't care that I now put a face to Master Chief. It didn't bother me because I already knew he was a human. I already knew he, people around him already knew who he was. Sure, I didn't as the gamer, but this isn't a game. This is meant to be about getting in more depth than the game would. A game isn't just most people think of like this isn't a story game. It's just a action game. It's not super heavy on like constant story base. It's meant to be a bit of story, bit of action, bit of story, bit of action. TV series is meant to be just story, so they need a shit ton of it. So to me, I was like, oh, okay, they've escalated on the story a bit. Whatever, I'll watch it. And I didn't mind it. I thought it was done pretty well compared to other adaptations. I thought it was pretty good. I do think the other halo adaptation done years ago, by a smaller company was better, but that was completely unrelated to Spartans. And I thought that was awesome. So in my opinion, halo is not based on master chief. So I just don't find it a great argument to just base it off master chief. I thought he he didn't fine, Okay. Well,
0: okay. It's like, uh, it's like the, uh, recent, um, release of uh masters of the universe right you seen that no so you got he man the masters of the universe right which was a famous cartoon back in the day
1: oh wait famous. is it yeah i know masters of the universe. are you talking about the new release
0: cartoon on netflix yeah yeah
1: have you yeah, seen it I've
0: watched it so yeah. he man and the Masters. you watch any trailer any build-up to that tv show it was all he man all over the t- yeah. all over the trailers He's, he, man, all this sort of stuff. People were excited. And then what happened first episode boom, they killed him and they went on to Teela and it was like this Teela's show about her finding herself and doing it. Like fans went, what the fuck have you just done? You bait and switched but, yeah. the fans. You, 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 you marketed all this shit to your, the market of he-man. You went he-man, 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 he-man who was gonna sell this show. And then they fucking bait and switched it in the show and it failed. And it's, yeah, see, the difference is big,
1: the TV series back in the day always followed He-Man and, like, a couple little people fighting everything, right? Yeah, the Halo game campaign was most of the games were about Master Chief and his mates, the other Spartans. But to me, I never thought of Halo as Master Chief. I just thought of it as a universe, and I'm just playing as this one dude. No. But half the time, there was other games like Reach where I didn't even play as them, and I fucking still loved it. or that show where it didn't even include Master Chief and I still loved it yeah see I do I do whenever I think of Halo
0: I think of Master Chief I don't I don't see Master Chief as a side character in that world I see he he was a side
1: character I think of him as like you said you see the world of Halo through his eyes in the games but I don't think of it as Master Chief I think of Halo as a universe it's like I don't think of Warhammer as, as Horus because Horus Heresy is about meant to be about the Horus and Horus Heresy rise. No, but nothing I still nothing think Warhammer
0: was, yeah, is but, a dirty Dog. Yeah, but nothing's written in Horus's eyes. You know, you, you you read you when you read the books it's not through his eyes. You're seeing it through other um, characters and he's sort of well, not that I've got that far in the book series just yet, but so far he's not like, he's in it, and he's a, a, a main guy, but he, you're not seeing it through his eyes. He He's not...
1: Well, Lyndon, what, what's your point of view? Do you think of, since you're a Halo fan as well, do you think of Halo as Master Chief? Me? Uh, or Lyndon? No, Lyndon. Not purely as Master Chief. Halo, as
2: a universe, okay. I always found very interesting prior to the story of Halo 4, 5, and Infinite, which were all dog shit. Yeah, but Halo 2, 3, and ODST... I'd have to say my favourites, just like humanity literally on the brink of like annihilation and just, you know, trying to pull all of their might and resources together to somehow pull a win out of this hopeless situation, which, I don't know, always struck a chord with me when I was a kid. Like, it's not just Master Chief, it's, you know, doing all the badass stuff like, you know, Johnson's there, Keyes is there, you know, Cortana's doing her thing, Arbiter's pitching in. Like, you know, the elites, when they split off from the rest of the Covenant, and you know, they try and right their ways and whatnot.
1: I found it all just,
2: you know, cool and interesting.
1: But yeah, like... I think you're the same as me. I'd, to me, I've never really cared about... Like, I've never thought of Master Chief or really cared for it. I always just thought of Halo as Halo and Spartans. And Master Chief was just one of the uh, top dog Spartans. I didn't think of it as, like... I don't look at Halo like I look at Iron Man, like you said, and think oh, it's Iron Man or whatever. I just look at it as like, oh, he's just like the top dog Spartan in, in the Halo universe. Oh, okay. So, well, even Cortana says
2: the only difference between, you know, John and the rest of the Spartans is that he's lucky. Yeah. Which, you know, in the games is true. Yeah. But well, the show not, focused on all the wrong aspects of the Master Chief. Like, you know, they just tried to make. Jesus drive fucking out. No, yeah, like you're gonna yeah. go ahead and make a story about Master Chief. Don't just make it about him. You know, fighting his inner demons and shit. Like, it's been done a thousand times. It's boring. Just, I don't know. Come up with something else. I don't know what, but that's not it
0: that's yeah. my final well, my, my my it's 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 the world building aspect of it yeah so you might see the the story as encompassing okay there's halo this is the world master chief's just the character within that world but a lot of people will see halo as you know i i played as master chief this is the this is master chief's story almost in a way and how he did a lot of things and then Because of the popularity in the world building of the Halo series, you could then do offshoots like ODST or Halo Reach, you know, and and things like that. ODST is great. Yeah. And then they're popular because of, you know, what you did previously and then the world that expanded. Yeah. But like, but it wasn't like, here's Halo, here, create your character, you know, and you might play as Master Chief at some point. It's, that was the main protagonist before you got to see these other offshoots and bigger world building events and other things like that.
1: So, yeah, for sure, he was the main protagonist at the beginning. But you know, like I just think of that as like that was just Bungie starting out, right? When you're starting out a game in the story, you you always pick like a main dude that you're to write about because no one wants to play a game where you're not following someone or following the story. But I mean, like as time's gone on and where Halo's up to a point now, I don't. I just think there's it's too expansive for it to be the Master Chief show. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's it's more than that now. Halo's like a, a mini Warhammer what universe to me? Like it's a, a less a very lesser you know expanded on Warhammer universe. Like that's how I look yeah.
0: at it. I don't know. I, I I it's like for me, it's like playing a Gotham video game without Batman, like Gotham nights was okay, but it was shit. Yeah, you know, Batman wasn't there. You can, <laughs> okay. You, but it was shit. Yeah. But like you can expand on a universe like Gotham and you can have the Gotham TV show, but it still feels empty without Batman in it. And you know, it, it's like, he's the main guy. That's, that's what you, you you've always it's Batman and then Gotham city. You know it's not Gotham City and then there's Batman. or you know it's the same thing with Superman and Metropolis, or you know the the video game Uncharted, Uncharted without Nathan Drake is fucking shit. I, I, I can't see yeah, that existing without that character in it.
1: And so unless- yeah, I think that's more because like those those stories you're mentioning there are kind of more based on like a single man's experience. whereas like Halo is you're playing as Master Chief like through the eyes of Master Chief, but you have colleagues or like people around you playing through the whole story that you see die and all that shit around you. You're just kind of playing it through the eyes of Master Chief. But it doesn't make him the only character. Like if you were to play Last of Us Rise, Joel and Ellie, well, yeah, that's because the whole story is about Joel and Ellie's solo experience. Whereas Halo is not about Master Chief. It's about the UNSC's experience against fighting the Covenant and you're just playing it through master chief because how else are you going to play it you're going to play it through someone but you're watching other characters around you that you develop an emotional attachment to die kind of like in gears of war where you play as one dude but you're watching everyone around you part of your squadron dying, and you're getting attached to them and all that type of crap it's like if they made a game of Thrones game and you only got to play as Jon Snow doesn't then become the Jon Snow game it just becomes Game my, of Thrones
0: is your famous once. No. No, my 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 point is it's uh I'm not I'm not saying that Master Chief is the only character in that game or he's the only one that should ever matter. It's that's the selling point to the, the larger market that you've got. Um well, I think Batman, I, I, yeah. Batman, there's stories told from Robin's perspective or Red Hood's perspective, Joker's perspective, Riddler. You've got all these different things, but at the end of the day it's batman that sells that world it's not everything else everything else is a, a not like they they've risen from that same as spider-man um but like
1: see honestly for me if if i i reckon if everyone like got to vote right there's a massive voting poll on what the fuck they want halo to be about i never would have voted for it to be about master chief personally. are you sure are you but are you 100%. sure that's
0: what everyone else? I guarantee. I'm not you, for else or, if you put that to well, a, if you put it to a Linden, vote, what and would
1: said, you, Lyndon? Would you vote? No, let's ask Lyndon. He's another Halo guy. Would you have voted for it just Haley guy. Mars chief? Yeah. Uh, would you vote for <sighs> to that chief, or would you have wanted a different story? Because personally, for me, I would have liked it to follow more of like maybe a lesser dude story, maybe the UNSC soldier story, and. Seeing like the Spartans around them and all that type of shit, dealing with the Covenant, or maybe maybe uh, watching a movie through the Covenant's eyes.
2: I think um, I don't know. Uh, Halo yeah. One story for starters, half about Chief and Cortana trying to survive on Halo and find the rest of the Marines and the stuff like in the game, and the other half focused on the Arbiter, who in Halo 1, is the guy in charge of the Covenant on Halo, for those who don't know. That actually would have
1: been pretty cool following him.
2: And then, yeah, it swaps between the two of them, showing, you know, Chief trying to survive, and the Arbiter trying to fucking get the ring under control, find out what's going on. Because in the actual lore, the whole time the Arbiter's trying to, you know, sort out the Halo situation, he keeps getting, like held up and like stopped by the prophet can't remember what the prophet's name was it was prophet or something but there's a prophet there and he keeps fucking around with him making you know bad decisions and costing him troops etc wasting his time and then by the time he you know gets it sorted the flood get released and the flood just throw like a big spanner in the works because you know as you know they just go around and fuck everything up human covenant doesn't matter So, yeah, by the time the Arbiter finds out what the Master Chief's trying to do by blowing up the ring, there's nothing he can do. So it'd be really interesting to see it from his perspective as, you know, he tries to hold on to his power, take over the ring, you know, fighting the humans, fighting the flood and then fighting, you know, the inner political problems that he has on board his ship. I think I that would be a good, 10 good. times more interesting story than seeing Master Chief's ass three times. But yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I,
0: I love a good character dissection. Like I, I do. And I think it works as a one-off. I don't think it needs to be done to every single character, but certain characters it works. And I don't think with the Master Chief it was necessary. I don't think it needed to have been done. I enjoy the secrecy and the mystery behind certain characters, and I think that's the way it should remain with a lot of people. And I think Judge Dredd's one of them. Um, Master Chief is one of them. Good movie. And Yennefer from The Witcher is one of them. I prefer characters when, you know... See,
1: really, when I, I watched when I watched uh, The Witcher, I, I actually was sitting there going, I wish I went more into, like, Yennefer. That's really? why I actually... Yeah, the first season I, I was going like... I would have loved to see more about like her upbringing and shit like that. Okay, then that.
0: I've absolutely right now totally deduced that the input of a story that you like is dissecting a lot of characters' things and you'd love seeing that side of a character being brought to life. See, for me, I absolutely love the viewpoint from Geralt where Yennefer was just this confident beautiful woman who was completely mysterious to him, never showed a sign of weakness, never had anything like that and she always appeared at the right moment, kind of like Gandalf but she was mysterious. But I hated, hated the fact that in the Witcher series, they totally went through her entire backstory gave her all this sort of shit that she never had before and... See, it's
1: probably because for me I never played the game. Like I played Witcher 1. That's the only game I played. So when I watched it, I found it really interesting learning about Yennefer. Yeah. So you may have already gone into the show knowing it, but for me, yeah. not knowing it, I well, wanted to know it.
0: I, I felt like it cheapened her character quite a bit, watching her go through all that. Like, I, I, like revealing that sort of stuff over time with conversations with Geralt and opening her up and having her this stone-hearted fucking almost bitch that she was, and then Geralt slowly opening her up to this vulnerable sort of character is to me was a far better way to develop her than just going here she is there you go and then all of a sudden it's you know everything about everyone at every given moment you understand they're all you know that you know they're not all strong they all have their you know it's like that that to me dissecting a character that much in in terms like that fucking i fucking hate it I really, I am so over it. I, yeah, I despise storylines like that. I'll just go
2: back to the old adage. Not everyone needs a backstory. No. For example, Han Solo. His entrance in A New Hope is perfect. He's just this sleazy scoundrel sitting at a table with his fucking walking carpet best mate. You know, who the fuck is this Joker? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you trust the galaxy. No problem. It's going to cost you a couple bucks, you know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> as Luke and everyone fuck off, this kind of comes in and sticks him up. You're like, holy fuck, this guy is a character. And this is all I need to like know about him. Like, mm. And then the movie is like, oh, yeah, look, I'm a fucking freedom fighter. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Go back to being mysterious and cool. I don't need your backstory. Not everyone needs a backstory.
0: No, no. And, and there's a lot of um, worlds that, you know, without that tie to a certain... Like, to me, Star Wars is nothing without the Skywalker sort of legacy. Like, without that Skywalker storyline, Star Wars just feels empty. Um, yeah. And, um, like, it's characterized Like, Darth Vader was fucking phenomenal as a villain and it was his mysteriousness that made him what he was. And people were questioning, where did he come from? And it was the development over time and the reveal that he was the father of Luke that made that. But if they delved into his character first off and went, here's his backstory, here's all this sort of stuff, Darth Vader, I don't think would be as an iconic character as he is today without being that mysterious character first.
1: Yeah, but see, don't you think the Master Chief was mysterious enough, being a fucking mystery for twenty odd years? And they should have left him like that. Yeah, yeah, but for me, I I was I was keen to see that.
0: Yeah, but the TV show sort of was like its own thing, right? So it just went boom here, and they to me it just go, it just went from Master Chief being this iconic, hidden, mysterious. Me, no.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: No. I did. No, I I watched the trailer and went, no, nah, it's not for me. I'm okay.
2: I gave it yeah. a shot and it let me down.
0: Yeah, but I don't I don't have to watch um an entire show to go, like it, it's like the whole Rings of Power thing where they like, oh no, you, you got to watch the whole thing to understand it. And it's like, no, I don't. I got three episodes in and went, this is absolute trash. I'm not watching it. I watched the trailer for The Wheel of Time and went, this is an absolute atrocity to the name of The Wheel of Time, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. And I turned it... Time. Exactly. I turned it... I just went, it's not for me. It looks like an absolute piece of trash. And I watch a lot of trailers that I, I look at and I go, that looks like the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm not watching that. And it's... it. I've given up on watching these sort of shows because of stuff like what Disney have done to Star Wars, and how they absolutely fucking destroyed Kenobi. They absolutely destroyed him as a character, and they destroyed everything he ever was to me in one it fucking show. And
2: the the
0: show. yeah, and I looked at the Halo thing, and it was the same thing for me. I went nah. It's 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 creating it's trying to create a story where it doesn't need to be created. There are so many more elements to the Halo sort of franchise that you could create a far better TV show from. And I just looked at it and went, it's not for me. I'm okay. What
2: well, you definitely should have well, watched though was Andor.
0: I think I will watch Andor. I think I've seen a few snippets on um like YouTube and stuff like that and I'm like, you know what? This actually looks interesting. The the dialogue Andor's between characters brilliant. actually have weight to it. The they they talk to each other as if something matters to them and it 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 just looks really good. I feel like Andor I might give Andor a shot. Might Zach, really... have Zach
1: watched watch Andor No nah, I watched like the first part of an episode when I was like getting into bed and I fell asleep.
2: Oh dude like of all the stuff that Disney have put out since they acquired Star Wars, Rogue One and Andor are the two best things they've done. And they've both got fucking. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Mexican actor. Very good. Cass- Cassian, he's called in the show. Cassian mm. Andor. And it, it's just. It's a really good spy show. Like. Oh, I don't want to ruin it. It's fucking great. Just. you got to watch it.
1: No. Yeah. Like.
2: The actual birth See, of one, the rebellion.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'll probably watch it. Like I've, I liked Mandalorian, and I heard that Andor's like kind of like meant to be a uh, better version. But um...
2: Mandalorian was, eh, I don't know. Season two was good, I think. Season one and
1: three, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen three of them. Only seen one and two. Yeah. See,
0: Mandalorian to three. me was like what I kind of expected from the TV shows that. They were going to produce just
1: nonsense.
0: Kind of, here's a TV show per week. It's, it doesn't really have any weight to it. It's entertaining. You get a bit of entertainment. You know, that's it. And that's what I think was. There wasn't that much weight to it. You could just watch it and enjoy a bit of content. And that's what I expected from the TV shows. It's just Um, like space cowboy shit. Yeah. And it was cool. It was fun to watch for a bit. You know, it was interesting having this character who kept his fucking helmet on. He was mysterious. We did not need to see his face. He just fucking, he was just this Mandalorian. He was cool, calm, collected in every scenario. And he had his little thing that he carried around. The little, um, what's it called? Baby yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, And then I watched, then the, the fucking Boba Fett was announced and I watched a few trailers of that and went, what oh God, the fuck is this?
2: It's a travesty.
0: Yeah. And just, just on a note, Lyndon um, uh, uh, and Zach, I don't with stuff like Halo and all this other stuff, I don't watch the show, but I watch sort of summarized versions of it to try and get the gist of what it is. So I try and understand it as best I can. And that way i determine if it's even worth me giving a go. Cause I don't, I don't have time to fucking sit down and watch TV shows every night and Sift through all this oh, stuff, so and I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste my time watch After the after Kenobi, that was the last draw for me. That was me going. I'm never wasting my time watching a
1: TV show again. Yeah, fair enough. See, I really want you to make your own D and D storyteller. I can't wait for you to be the DM one day. Why? So you can uh, dungeon master, pick at pick
0: it all my fucking shitty storylines.
1: No, because I just want to see how you go at doing it. Not because I think, I feel like you will do it well. So I'm I'm curious to see what you can come up with purely in your own creative mind. Because uh, like, for instance, if you wanted to do it after us, we already have our own world setting, the new world setting off of the Sword Coast. And you can literally make whatever the fuck you want, any towns, create anything you want and, you know, I've heard, uh, you know, I, there's been some... When you look at D&D, there's so many creative people. Out there. like there's, you know, one story where a guy's big bad villain for the entire campaign was a bard who decided to dress up as a vampire and convince the entire town he was a vampire <laughs> just because he was always picked on as a kid. Eventually, they got to the bottom of it. It was just some dude in makeup. Yeah. You know, like, people can create some pretty creative things. So I, I'd like to see what you can create with it basically
0: yeah oh well um didn't mean to delve into that uh topic too much but i thought it was pretty fucking interesting having a, a pretty good debate about that actually that's um you went balls deep on that one that was quite interesting actually i think uh the viewer who will be listening
1: to this will uh enjoy that The right? yeah, well that's of uh what probably the third time we've gone into halo
0: I, um, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Even though it's like, uh, it's, it's a fucking bullshit. I, I think I like to poke the hornet's nest, even though I don't know much about it. I love poking the hornet's nest and getting a rise out of people. So, uh,
1: that was enjoyable for me. I got a good laugh. Just don't tell Rovi you don't like it. Cause Rovi loved it.
0: I don't tell Rovi anything. Cause she just looks at me and goes, and then that's it. Sounds like something um, she do. Uh, right. Segment three. <laughs> segment three which uh, I think we might
1: have to cut a little bit short which is just yeah we'll uh, have to cut a couple of segments out of this yeah
0: uh, video games um does anyone have any Upcoming. Uh, new video games yeah that they uh, know about or want to talk about
1: there's actually been quite a few uh survival games coming up that I've been seeing coming out uh this year and next year all kind of similar to uh like a rust minecraft arc-esque type game builder and there's quite some uh some quite interesting ones coming out which are looking pretty good so yeah um, i've never i've
0: never been into those sort of games like i'll be honest with you but um i don't know they i think you tried to get me into valheim which i think out of my own laziness i didn't pick up but i mean those games do interest me because it's like battle of survival and wits and yeah, Valheim <laughs> will be uh, eh, awesome.
2: I think survival games are oversaturated at this point.
1: Honestly, I think tr- they're understated. It's a bit of a trend. I think there's though, isn't very it? little good ones. Minecraft oh, is the OG little. survival. The what? Well, actually, Minecraft the OG battle royale, Hunger Games servers. <laughs> yeah, that <They're> too. <laughs> I've never um, seen that. I've never heard of that. You've never seen that? No, I haven't. Oh. Oh. it was the best. everyone I remember there's a bunch of memes going on too because me and Riley used to play the Hunger Games servers and there's memes going on you know when Fortnite was coming out like oh H1Z one the starter of all of it and then there's people going like fuck off it was Hunger Games Minecraft because you'd go on these servers and it'd be 100 people or whatever you drop in like a little glass dome with a forest sand different like biomes everyone starts in the center with a pile of chests on the count of three you go everyone runs up to the chest get what you can and then you run and there's chests spread out everywhere, and it's the last man alive. So it's literally... It was the Battle Royale. It was the best fucking Battle Royale yeah, right. too. in that, yeah. that genuinely sounds fucking interesting, though. It's a lot of fun. I actually think they still have the servers up, so maybe we should uh, <laughs> stream... No, I'd, I'd fucking uh, die. ...stream Minecraft Hunger Games. Oh, we should do it. We should definitely wreckage. stream it. We'll get
0: everyone on there. I'll i'll just be a spectator because i know nothing about Minecraft. i'll die in the first 20 seconds oh no it's
1: easy there's no there's no building aspect it's literally get like bow and arrows get your swords climb up trees yeah but have
0: you have you ever pl- have you ever seen linden play a video game i have, have yeah, you- i've
1: actually seen william uh, Linden uh throw a controller while playing dark souls what was. <laughs> was it was the it dark souls or was it skyrim i remember you were in a cave and some spider got you. Up. And you couldn't fucking get past his part. Oh, and yeah. Was that the one? There was a the, the time Linden had this character and it was like,
0: a, he had like a hundred sneak. And I just remember him sneaking yes. into this cave and he snuck up and he assassinated everyone, got to the final guy and accidentally hit the shout button and <laughs> shouted into <laughs> this cave. And everyone just came out of every nook and cranny to fucking kill him.
1: Oh that was great. <laughs>
2: poor little Wood Off couldn't fucking fight fairly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so if, if that's if that's any justice and yeah, I think I'll Just win sneaking
2: again. into the cave he And everyone's like No yeah.
0: oh. Oh,
1: Well actually Lyndon I was thinking for uh the D campaign since your character is gonna be unlucky uh the reward for anything that happens will just be, I'll pay forward your debt to whoever you owe it to, you know? So oh. uh, if you, since you um, owe so much money, I'll just pay the debt directly for you. So you don't go spend on stupid shit. I can imagine Did that happening in real life as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't even think the bank of America would be able to cope with that kind of debt, Linden. I
2: think am <laughs> collapsing with the debt, the
0: same as they are. Yeah um have you guys heard of the the new um legend of zelda game i have
2: yeah. tears of the kingdom that is
0: out currently yeah um i've seen a lot of videos online of uh it looks pretty interesting it's like a like people creating all these uh weird contraptions to get around certain things i think it's fucking yeah, hilarious the some just of the it's fucking nuts it's, it's i I'm saw a guy a spaceship yeah, I saw a guy, he was trying to catch a horse and he got absolutely fucking fed up with trying to catch his horse that he built this container that was like a fence and then like dropped it on the horse like from about 30 meters away so the horse couldn't go anywhere and then he climbed into the fence and that was the only way he, he could get to this horse.
1: <laughs> I thought it was genius. It's probably just a bunch of Elden Ring players fucking speedrun shit.
0: They, well, this is the thing that gets me right. I've played Elden Ring. I finished it, right? Which is not its not an easy feat. But I've seen a guy Casual. on The Legend of Zelda <laughs> on, uh, I think it was Breath of the Wild, or it could have been the new one. Um, he uh, parried, you know those uh, Sentinels that shoot the laser at you and you get to parry it yep. as it hits your shield? He parried yep. five right at the same time with five wooden shields so he had to parry one it broke the shield he had to quickly go into his inventory equip the next um shield parry that it was like instantaneous how he did it it was fucking phenomenal and I went I there's you, you couldn't do that that would have taken him weeks non-stop to fucking do
1: that yeah probably They did actually, uh, just announce as well for World of Warcraft, uh, for anyone who's interested in our view too, which I know you both love World of Warcraft, that they're going to release a hardcore classic server, which means that now, uh, if you die, your character's deleted. What? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to give it a crack. I think it's going to be hilarious. And then on top of that, in that same servers now for the hard call, they're releasing for only the most, uh, ruthless of dickheads, a dueling option. So you used to be able to go up to a character and like, you know, request a duel and duel people in the city. You can actually request a duel de- to death. So whoever loses the duel, your character is deleted. Oh, um, wow. Which I think is gonna create some
0: fucking interesting content oh, on YouTube. That's gonna be yeah. great. It's gonna be some raging but they have to have, back the old rage, but... They have to have proximity chat enabled though.
1: Oh, was, oh trust me, I reckon Asmongold Gold's gonna be the first one to fucking oh. lose that shit. I, remember
2: I watched some guy play Warcraft the other day and he just shit himself live on stream. <laughs> like, what, like
1: literally or like he's <laughs> in like
2: some sort of big fight and you can just see him lean forward and like sort of squint. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, like cringing, like, and you see this relief go on his face and it leans back again.
1: Oh my god. And you're just like, bro,
2: you actually just took a shit in a bucket, didn't you? You fucking DJ. Yeah,
1: it's called the, um, it's called the pump and dump. You, uh, get a chair, you cut a hole through it, you take a bucket on the underside. It's, uh, what you have to do when you do raiding on Tuesday nights.
2: Yeah, you would have a fucking shit bucket, Zach.
1: Yeah. Oh god, he's got one right my, now. Just my my bedroom <laughs> is a shit bucket because I can't fucking leave my room. Jesus Christ. Uh, all
2: right. Well, well the game that I'm most looking forward to, now that it's my turn, yeah. is Warhammer oh, now
1: bolt, bolt gun. Oh, I was actually
0: gonna say yes. bolt, bolt gun. Yes. Fucking looks awesome. How good does that look?
2: It's like two days yeah. after my birthday I'm going to play their shit out of that
0: yeah genuinely I think it's one of the first games I'll probably consider pre-ordering Is there, for isn't it, it
1: sadly not multiplayer though
2: oh I don't think it matters like it's just a retro boomer shooter fucking
1: a bit art style let's have so a look I'm pretty sure it's going to be single player sadly which I thought it would be mad to be like a Vermintide but done right fuck Vermintide and fuck Darktide. That's what I mean, like a Darktide done right. God, Darktide was shit. Darktide's a bit of a hard one because
0: I, I think it's a game you definitely need a, a larger group to play with. If you play on your own, you're going to have a bad time.
1: I'm um, actually very keen for, um, what's it called, actually? The Return to Moria. I think that's going to be awesome. The Golem like, yeah. game?
0: No, no, no. There's a there's a return to Moria, which is basically like a dungeon crawler slash um
1: survival gaming. survival
0: game where you play as dwarves in the minds of Moria oh, and you have to, to take it, have it to, back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it actually
0: Yeah, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Actually is there any any news updates on that one? I haven't I haven't done it. I haven't had a look.
2: I've seen a no. thing on it like maybe two years ago and that was it. Yeah. I heard anything um, since
0: Return to Moria. that they had a thing where they were talking about you. like even sound is going to be an issue. So if you make too much noise, um, you'll have like goblins and shit coming after you. So I mean... It, so it's it, GTFO. It's yeah, probably. Yeah, I've not played GTFO though.
2: That is a very co-op intensive video game. Really? When you got one retard on your team, you can actually can't do it. <laughs> it's very oh, difficult I don't think I'd be uh, any good at that to be fair you gotta coordinate um, attacks you gotta spare ammo you gotta yeah it's a lot and when you get attacked you just, you kinda just get fucked up
0: yeah right I think, I think you've told me about it before yeah Um, I play with my mates every now and then yeah right uh, all right, uh, to the last segment because uh, we're probably going a bit overboard now. Um, anything that anything you've been watching or playing that you think deserves more attention than what it has? Anything that's severely underrated? League
1: of Legends. Um, opinion, which, um... <laughs> yeah, right. League of Legends. Talk about um, arcade. No. Nah. Um... Actually, yeah, no, I do have a game that needs more attention. It's called Core Keeper. It is an awesome game. For anyone who has played Terraria, me, Dylan, and Rovi were playing it, and it Terraria. is just Terraria, but better. Like, way better. It's fucking awesome. Um, so, it's basically like a Terraria top down view pixel. Uh, build a base, go find a bunch of bosses in you know multiple cave systems. I think it's basically based on, like you're a survivor, you got stuck in the core and now you can't find your way to the surface. So you've got to go through a bunch of like different terrains and worlds and shit to find your way back to the surface. Um, but it is an awesome co-op game. Really good. Yeah, right. And it's not that big. So yeah, Core Keeper. That's my Never way. heard of it. Exactly. Now you have <laughs> There you go. It's not too bad.
0: Any games a that I comp-
2: think is underrated? Oh, any of you played um, Dark and Darker?
0: No. No.
2: Oh, that is a very like, very popular game. It keeps Dark getting and- released and like, yeah, Dark and Darker. It's a, uh, it's an extraction type game, kind of like Tarkov.
1: Oh, yeah. But yeah.
2: medieval, obviously three players to a squad or a group you can have like barbarian fighter rogue ranger like whatever and you and you know like 15 or 20 other teams spawn into a dungeon and go around you grab loot you fight zombies and skeletons and ghouls and whatever else and if you come across another party it's sort of up to you what you do you can fight him you can just run away you can collaborate It's all up to you. And then the map gets smaller over time. Kind of like, you know, Fortnite and PUBG or whatever. And then these portals open. The blue portals take you back to the lobby and you can keep all your loot. Or the red portals take you to the next level of the dungeon. And then in the the next level of the dungeon, you get even better loot. But, of course, the enemies in there are even harder. And it... It keeps coming out in, like, sort of betas and alphas and, like, playtests and whatnot. Like, it's not actually out yet. But it is very fun to play with friends.
1: Yeah, okay. And it reminds me... It makes me think of RoboQuest for some reason. RoboQuest is, like, a small Swedish-made shooter game. And that's, that's fucking awesome. I think I've tried to get Taylor to play it once. Tiny-ass game made by, like, a handful of people in Sweden. And it's one of my favorite like roguelike where it's like you keep progressing. Shit gets harder. Bosses get harder. I've never finished it. It's fucking hard. Um, yeah, right. I always update it. Yeah, that, it that's it's, a really good game.
0: It sounds like... Um, what's that uh, side-scroller game? Uh, Dead Cells or something?
1: Oh, yes. Dead Cells. That's what RoboQuest is like. RoboQuest yeah. is like Dead Cells.
0: Yeah. See, I, oh. I finished Dead Cells, but it's like... You kind of finish it, but you don't finish it at the same time. It's odd. It's the oddest yeah. thing. Um, now, one of the one of the games that I think deserves a lot more attention and you know a lot more support, which is a game that you and I've played, Zach. Um, Century Age of Ashes. It was. The, oh um, yeah, yeah. The
1: that was awesome.
0: Dragon skirmish game. Have you ever played that, Lyndon?
1: Yeah, that's never really heard of it. it. No, it
0: look it up. No. Century a, really
1: fun Age of TV, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, don't look it up then. Um <sighs> it's um Age of Ashes. It's a game we didn't even know fucking ex- I think I can't remember how we found it, Zach. I think I was scrolling on sales on the Oh
1: yeah, you sent me this. We were just looking on Steam for random shit one night. Yeah. I think we're at yours. And it stumbled upon it and we just went, What the fuck is this? The graphics are insane. It. The mo- the the mo- Yeah. Yeah, just everything... the mechanics and like flying around and it was really good
0: yeah it's like a genuinely good game. i think it's but... severely underrated it doesn't have much content as such like i think it's pretty you know uh it's, it's just yeah just it's just a out.
1: pvp arena fighter.
0: yeah but i, I think the it's way i can some... explain
1: it to anyone listening is it's like it's like for honor the game for honor but with dragons so instead of fighting as like uh yeah, you know, do with a sword it's like five v five and you're flying around on a dragon each dragon you choose has different abilities and you've got to fight in an arena basically it can be different game modes um but yeah it's it's really good yeah
0: um yeah, yeah. okay now yeah. looks interesting it is uh it's just a good, and it's free it's, for anyone. Yeah, listening. yeah, it's free to play. It's you don't pay anything. You just download it and play. It. And it's it's just a good time. Like if you have a good group of mates, it's a genuinely good time. I think I might have to give it a play. I think it's gone through a few updates since I played it last, but hey. yeah, um, unlike
1: League of Legends.
0: Yeah, I think League of Legends is one of those games that I don't think will hang around too long. I think it's going to die relatively quickly. Um. Mm. I
1: I, I I think
0: yeah I don't think it's (laughs) when it when it first came out there wasn't that much talk about it and a lot of people like oh it's the next big thing but I don't think it's going to make I don't think it's going to make a mark on the world I don't think it's going to rise to a global phenomenon that we all know I definitely
1: I couldn't see it I couldn't see being played in like arenas and shit like you know they have games that are played in like stadiums and shit I couldn't see South Koreans having a stadium for League of Legends it'd just be weird
0: No, oh, honestly, I'm going to say it here first on this podcast. There is no fucking way anyone is going to be winning millions of dollars in a fucking cash prize tournament in that stupid ass fucking game. It won't happen. It's not a thing. I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't even look it up. Even they, they tried to create popularity by mean releasing a show religions. called Arcane, but yeah, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. His gameplay doesn't
1: yeah. look very good. Speaking Jeez. of which, I will be playing League of Legends after this. So, um, if anyone wants to add me, that's that's um, on you. It's just uh, Carlos Spicy Weiner sixty eight. Oh, I'm gonna have to blow. What that about the out feeder for, sister? No, that's that's Coden. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, Coden's name is Wap Wap which is such a shit name. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Sounds like the
2: name of a guy that runs over people on scooters for a hobby.
0: Alright, well, I think we've managed to cover just about the Earth and back, so... Uh,
2: We're banned from talking about Rings of Power or Halo on the next one. Yes, yeah, Yeah.
1: Rings of Power, Halo... Halo Coming up. coming up, we're going to have to talk about the fucking D&D session because on the 27th, we're having a very long D&D session, which is going to be the first time for you two. I, and Dylan I actually, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all three of you it's your first time playing Dean so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I'm gonna have uh I'm gonna have my shit bucket prepared and I can I bring I Doritos and Mountain Dew
1: you can bring <laughs> I was actually gonna say make sure you bring either gamer fuel or alcohol so, fucking gamer game fuel I'll be
0: having alcohol thank you like a normal person like a yeah genuine like a civilised human such loser. yeah. All right. Well, that's all it. Right. I think, I think we've done everything. Thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, or if you're like the other viewers and just get 30 seconds in and turn it off. Thank you for even doing yeah, that. <sighs> it's great. So, um, and to that one guy in Italy that constantly watches this show all the time and, and loves it. We, uh, yes.
1: one of marches.
0: Yeah. That's uh, grassy, Mexican. grassy ass. Gracias, sir. Um, God. <laughs> so, and for those uh, in New Zealand, um, just like to say uh, thanks. All right. Cheers, bro. Thanks for go. watching. Cook the man right. some fucking fuck. eggs. Oh, right, we cancelled now. All right, let's. Uh, thanks for that. If you like the video, like and describe, and then leave a one-star review for us. Christ. Go
1: fuck yourself, San Diego.
0: God bless.